Hi, this is Sal Mayorana. Your Buffalo Bills breakdown is coming right up after this message from our sponsor, Rochester Flooring, Kitchen and Bath. We felt that we needed to grow and diversify into the kitchen and bath. We've been a carpet and flooring specialist for many, many years. The addition of the kitchen and bath division has been a great addition. You know, we're the doctor of flooring and remodeling, and we want to prescribe the right product for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Buffalo Bills Breakdown, sponsored by Rochester Flooring, Kitchen and Bath. I'm Sam Mayorana, joined as always by Leo Roth, and uh, we have not had an Last time we made the playoffs, it was on the last possible second of the 2017 season, and we didn't get a chance to say that ahead of time. So here they are yeah, in the postseason. I don't think people realize what a, it's a, in the, the parody rich NFL to clinch a playoff spot with two games still to go. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, quite, it's, it's quite a feat, and, the, and uh, the Bills deserve a lot of credit for that. Now, you know, of course, the way the schedule is and everything else, I know we've harped a lot on that, but. You know, when, the, when this month began and or when, when November was ending, we, we talked about this. Here's the chance for the Bills to show um, their legitimacy as a, uh, a playoff team, and, and they've done that. They went into Dallas and won, and they went into Pittsburgh and won. Yeah. And what more can you ask? Well, I guess they can go into New England and win. They can win. go into New England and win, and I even, I'm going to write about this in my, in my game preview that, you know, the Dallas win was great on a big stage like that. Then they turn around and do it again on Sunday night football. And really, I would call that Steelers win, Leo. That, that's one of the best wins they've had in the 20 years that this, you know, this, this drought, this almost playoff drought that they've been through. I mean, you think about it, playoffs were on the line. You knew they had this trip to New England looming. To yeah. go into that environment, and I don't care who, who was playing quarterback for the Steelers, that was a great, great win for the Bills. So that's awesome. But I'm writing this week, Leo, that the Patriots game, even though they're already in the playoffs, this is, to me, a huge game for the Bills. Go in there and finally show your arch enemy that you can beat them. Because to me, it's not complete until you've beaten the Patriots. Go into the playoffs with a win under that team under your belt. Mm -hmm. I think their confidence, they've already got a lot of confidence right now based on winning 10 of 14. But to go in there and beat that team, that would be a huge step for this team. I really believe that. Yeah. I mean, in the last 20 years, Sal, we, we've probably <laughs> talked about these watershed moments, you know, uh, numerous times, actually. We've, there's been some moments in Bills under all the coaches they've had, um, you know, the seven coaches, the eight coaches before Sean McDermott. And we kind of said, oh, well, here's, here's the, the time now. Here's the time to show how good they are. And, of course, they always go in there, get beat, and <laughs> New England's great. And they can win, you know, New England could win their 11th consecutive division title. Never happened in the NFL. It's They're going, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing feat. Um, I was talking to Wade Phillips yesterday, in fact, for some other thing we're working on on the 20th anniversary of uh, Music City Miracle. I just was shooting the breeze with Wade, and he was just going, you know they're about to win the 11th consecutive title. And he was, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, oh, yeah, New England, Brady, amazing. He just had these wins. <laughs> and he had been through it. It all kind of, you know, back in his day, in the late 90s at least, I mean, they were having some great battles with them. That was before the yeah, Brady. Yeah, but he didn't see Brady, though. He didn't see Brady. He never <laughs> saw Brady. That was Bledsoe, those Bledsoe yeah. uh, battles, you know. So, But anyway, he, you know, he, we, not to get off track, but... Um, yeah, I'm with you, Sal. I mean, this is a big game, and I'll even put it on this one. It's an even bigger, big game for the Bills, even bigger game for Josh Allen. Yeah. He, he's, he's, 
you know, and I tried to play with us yesterday, and I said, hey, he owes these guys. He got knocked out in that first <laughs> You're game. You're playing that angle way I more than playing. it needs to. I, I know that. No, I'm, not, I'm not saying he's focused, because I know he's, they're not focused on that. They're not, especially but, when the guy called and apologized the very night. Oh, I know. I, don't, I know that. But I'm just saying. he. a uh, media guy, stirring he, it up where yeah. it's not there. Well, this was a game that, uh, and Josh will always go back to this. He went to a, back to it again yesterday, that this was a game that, uh, it's not about the hit. It's about this these guys intercepted him three times, right? And they made him look awful, and they accelerated the critics on Josh Allen. He owes them for those reasons, he does. not for the hit. I'll get you. I'll give you that. And he and he also said this actually a few weeks ago, if I recall, on a Wednesday. Somebody asked him about mm-hmm. you know turning points or and that was it. And he said he said the New England game he felt was the game that really made him realize he needs to be better. He needs to do things differently. He needs to stop trying to make the great yeah. play on every play protect the ball and really since then I mean he did have the pick the next week against the Titans but then after that he was he's been really good protecting the ball at least and I think he has grown as far as understanding situations making the right decision not playing hero ball yeah. which was a term we used a lot last year and certainly the first quarter of this year so the New England game really served a big purpose for him even though he got knocked out and yeah. couldn't finish it so you're right it, it would be a great step for him to go in there and beat the Patriots. But I just think from a team perspective, Leo, this is the, they, have, they have lorded over this division and certainly over the Bills for far too long. It's, absurd, it's, re, it's reached absurd levels now. 34-5, and five, Belichick's record mm-hmm. with the Patriots against the Bills. Brady's 31-3, and three, three, I think, right? or whatever. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Go in there, and again, the Bills are already in the playoffs. They're not going to win the division, folks. I mean, there's no way... I don't see any way Miami comes up to Foxborough in Week 17 and and beats the Patriots. So that's that's what has to happen. Plus the Bills would have to beat the Jets, of course. I don't see that happening. Let but me, even though yeah. they're already in the playoffs and they probably can't win the division, beat this team. All right, let me throw this beat, at you. Period. This period. Yeah. Team. Period. When they if if they do beat New England, and they can, they can. It's uh, the the last game of the year. The the, the division's on the line. They right. got to beat the Jets. My, uh, New England's got to beat Miami. There is no resting starters for the uh, no, no. for the playoffs. If they lose to New England, then you, they would, get to rest starters. I agree, but I don't really care about that. I, I really, if they can mm-hmm. beat the Patriots and they have to play all their starters in Week 17, I'm all for that. I think Bills fans would sign up for it. You would still have a chance. Now, I would also scoreboard watch. And if I see the Patriots up 30 to nothing on Miami in the second quarter, I might be yanking guys out at that point. Mm-hmm. But I think every Bills fan in the world hopes they go beat the Patriots, and they do have to play their starters in Week 16, because it might, or Week 17, because yeah. maybe there's a miracle out there, like the Andy well, Dalton Tyler. Yeah. We've seen a miracle in Buffalo before. Maybe it can happen. Then you're looking at first place in a first-round bye. It's amazing. It's yeah. worth playing for. So. Well, yeah, that's, so there's lots of scenarios that will, that will emerge after the outcome of this game. Right. And, I don't, and, again, and they do, do want to beat these. They want to beat these guys for lots of lots of reasons, and we've... And, and I'm, not holding out, I'm not holding out hope that they're going to win the division. I'm just pointing out that it is a possibility. You raised the issue about sitting guys out. If they win this week, they, they, they can't do that. They have to keep playing. And quite frankly, yeah. I think you know the tournament would prefer that. I, I think so, too. I don't think he's the guy, that, you know, I, we, they've never been in this position. But, you know, during the Super Bowl years, and, you know, we're dusting off our, our brains uh, about what it was like. And that was always the issue in the, oh, yeah. with Marv Levy's teams. Are you going to arrest guys? Who are you arresting, Marvin? I mean, those teams were so good that that these were the problems they had. Gee, I got to rest. <laughs> Who yeah. am I going to rest? I know. You know that, that's how good those teams were. Leo, um, I, remember, now, you know, I remember very clearly watching Gail Gilbert play the last game of 1990 down in Washington. He was their third string guy. Frank yeah. Reich finished 
91 against the Lions. I'm pretty sure it was Frank Reich playing in that game. I think he was healthy. So, yeah, we've seen this before, not yeah. in a long time. Now, 19, oh, 1999, they were so good that they rested Doug Flutie for the last <laughs> game. Right. Rob Johnson looked okay in a scrub game, <laughs> and then he gets out? to start the playoff game. And uh, Well, you just relived this with Wade, so, <laughs> know, so it's, we, all, we, it's fresh it's in your fresh mind. It's fresh on my mind. I don't know why. I wanted to – I've forgotten about that. You're, what we're talking you're about. You're the big history guy. I know, I, and I, I, I remember it very clearly. What we're talking about, the, the Nashville paper is doing a 20-year anniversary story about – the Music City Miracle. Sure, little, because they won. Yeah, exactly. A little happier event for them. So that we're not doing it, but they are. But they asked for our help to get some uh, Bill's perspective. Leo got a hold of Wade. I got a hold of Steve Christie. And I talked to John Murphy, the Bill's play-by-play guy, who was the analyst then for Van. So I got, we've got some things we're going to ship down to them. And it should be a fun package. But it was funny. Um, our boss, Steve Bradley, told me that the Bill's, uh, the, the Bill's alumni guy wasn't real helpful getting we had a kid uh, freelancer that we had try to get quotes from some of the bills and he couldn't get a hell of any of them they, they gave him no help oh, so yeah. i would guess that if they had won the game the bills would have been more than happy to get as many guys as we asked for and that didn't happen but anyways look for that i'm sure we're going to have links to that in, in oh, our, on our website so i'm sure they're going to do a great job and it, it might not be a great memory for anybody to, to look back on but it still was one of the most historic games in history and the bills were a part of it all right, back to today. Um, what do you make of Tom Brady? He's been, he's been I'm not going to say bad. He's never bad. But he is nowhere near what we've been used to seeing with Tom Brady. I even joked yeah. a few minutes ago on the radio. I said, we've been waiting for Brady to leave for 10 years. Now I think I want him to stay. The way he's playing now, you almost want him to yeah. stay another year because he just hasn't been good. Well, let me say this. He, he is still Tom Brady. And I think the problems there, you know, some of it's on Tom, and is, he is really slowed down, his ability to, to move and stuff. But he can still get, he can still sidestep in the pocket. He can, should he had, a couple, couple weeks ago there, it was last week he ran, he had right. a big scramble. Yeah. Um, his, the problems there have been uh, an injured Julian Edelman, uh, shipping out, you know, Josh Gordon's gone. Uh, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown's gone. Gronk is gone. And... Uh, uh, Mohamed Sanu, he's not on the same page with yet, and Nikhil Harry, their, their young rookie, not on the same page with yet. So a lot of it's contributed to that, and the line isn't as good. So, no, they're, they're, but Brady's, no weapons but Brady's getting the bulk of the uh, criticism, he, and, he, and he always got the bulk of the praise, too. So it's, <laughs> he's getting the other side of it now. Hey, listen, I, I expect the same kind of game we saw in Pittsburgh. It's going to be a oh, defensive. The same game we saw in Buffalo with yes. both of these teams. It's going to be a defensive slugfest. Yeah, week four game, the same thing. Defensive slug, slugfest, and who, what offense can make a couple plays? Because, you know, it's going to be good enough to win again, 17 to 10. Yep. 16 to 10 was the last score. You're, you're gonna it's going to be the exact same thing. You're so, going to be betting the under again in this game because yeah, there's not going to um, be a lot of points scored, I don't no, think. No, because their, their defense is, is, is legit. Their offense might be suspect, but certainly their defense is, is for real. We and said uh, last week, I thought at least, this, the best defense they were playing so far was the Steelers' defense because they were so, you know, the mm -hmm. turnovers, the sacks, the big play type of things. Look at the rankings, though. The Patriots have been number one since the very start of the season, and they still are by a wide margin. They're only giving up 13 points a game. Yeah, They're amazing. number one in yards still. They don't get the same sacks and takeaways that the uh, Steelers do. But, again, this is three weeks in a row, Leo. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, New England. Bill's offense has really got a yeah. huge test in front of it. It's going to be tough to do anything. Now they're on the road. 
they only scored 10 points at home against the against the Patriots. So it is going to be a huge challenge for Buffalo's offense. We, we mentioned Josh Allen. This would be a great place for him to take that other step. Yeah. Last week against the Steelers, Leo, let's face it, he threw for 139 yards. He wasn't exactly lighting it up. He made no. one great drive in the fourth quarter, yeah. which, and I wrote about this in my column after the game, you, you don't like the numbers on Josh Allen. The metrics are still terrible, but this kid's got some moxie. He finds a way, and you know I, you can't give him all the credit because he's had some help, mainly from the defense. But this kid has found a way to come back yeah. and win games, and I would not put anything past him against the Patriots. Well, he's got uh, he's got Jim Kelly, um, you know, like intangibles. He's got this ability to yeah. But at the end, the numbers might look that great, but he he'll, he they'll probably win the game, and that's what you want in a, in a player um, in a quarterback. And I just you know that first Patriots game. He had him driving for the, to maybe win that game, and he got knocked out. Right. Um, you know, uh, so, you know, and, and with hindsight, the Bills and a lot of media, including me, have had a chance to look at that hit. And it's fine. It was a bang-bang play. It was. It, it, was, still, it was still dirty enough to get a penalty, not necessarily He didn't roughness. get fined, though. So, didn't the get fined. The NFL reviewed and, um, it, and he didn't get fined. Yeah, so that so, tells you. So they, and, and the Bills accepted that. Yesterday they said, we accept it. Yeah. We, they, they've looked at it again, too. Sean McDermott was livid. Yesterday it was... Those things happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, know. So, so well, it's hindsight. You get to see it again. Yeah. He, so you yeah. rewatch the play, and he realized that was an angles that we didn't have that. Yeah, that wasn't the, in it the wasn't immediacy a... of that game, and nobody did. So anyway, that's here and there. But um, the other thing, Sal, that we mentioned is uh, Devin Singletary is going to play this game. He didn't play that first game, right? And now he's emerged as a real weapon in this Bills offense. And as we saw in, you know, he was a, he was a real X factor in the Steelers game. Just. You know, aside from the fumbles, he he's going yeah. to have to work on this. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, they lose that game if John Brown doesn't fall on, a, on his fumble. Oh, very close. It was 10-10 um, at the time. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, was, it was tough. That was a hell of a play. And, and here's the other thing, too. He needs to stop fumbling because we have to stop watching Frank Gore. <laughs> I mean, because huh. he fumbles. McDermott basically benched him for at least one series there. Yeah. And we got this handful of Frank Gore who just cannot play anymore. He's just not. I feel bad for Frank. He's I mean, out, he's, he's just been, at the end uh, of the line. He's been a great, uh, he was a great addition to this team. He's a great locker room guy, but we're seeing the end. Yeah, and I mean, this is the end. I don't see him in any way really trying to help. Like we, and we talked about it last week. It's time for uh, Yeldon to get in and give the Bills a little different look, but I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. They're going to ride this through, I think. I think, they, I think they believe deep down inside they just cannot it can't make that move. Yeah, I, I think it would hurt the locker room more well, than I, I, it'll help they, on the field. They can't make him inactive, um, but you would think there's somebody on that special teams unit that they could sit out and slide Yeldon in, like Sonoris mm -hmm. Perry. Now, I mean, Sonoris Perry, I remember made a, he made a real good tackle last week on a kickoff, I think it was. So, I mean, I understand why he's active. He's the, he's the running back, that Yeldon's the running back, Perry's better on special teams, but TJ Yeldon, Perry can't help you on offense. T.J. Yeldon could at least play a due role, I think, and get involved in the passing game, but it's just not happening. It looks like he's, he's a, so And he's so rusty at this point. So well, yeah, I know. He hasn't, played, I, I, he hasn't played since, I would guess, week five or six, maybe? Of course, we said that about Tyler Croft, too, when he caught the winning touchdown pass. <laughs> true. All right, a couple so. comments here I want to get to. Jamel Moore has been uh, firing a couple things. We've, we've actually actually answered a few of these, but he asked, how do you feel about Buffalo's chances to win the division? Patriots will lose out. I, you know, we talked about that. I don't think that'll happen. I, I don't. That doesn't mean I don't think the Bills can win this game so, or Saturday. And I think they could beat the Jets if they're playing all their players. But I just can't. I can't in, in any way, shape, or form believe the Dolphins can come up 
and beat the Patriots in Week 17. And Jamel even points out Ryan Fitzpatrick will bless us in Week 17. <laughs> it's a great it. story that could be. I, I mean, it would be great if a he great could help story the Bills can be way. written. There's no question about it. <laughs> it's for sure. People will be sending Fitz uh, Christmas cards and fruit cakes and everything else. <laughs> but it's not. I, I just you know, if people are asking, what are the odds? The odds are not really good. But you know, it would be a great, great story. Yeah. And that now, so, you know, it'll be fun on that last. That last game, Sal, in that fourth quarter, and everyone's looking at the scoreboards. We're gonna, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, it would be. If they, but if they the got to win. They got to win this Sunday. They got to win Saturday. It's a moot, Saturday. It's yeah. a moot point. Chris Rizzo wants to know what's the latest on Ed, Edelman's injury if he's out. I like the Bills' chances of winning. I don't think he'll be out. He's I not out. Yeah, I haven't heard that he's going to be out. But he has been. Um, he has been hampered the last couple of weeks. He's got 92 catches, um, but their offense has sputtered really for for a while now. And part of that has been because he is the only weapon, and he's playing hurt. So. I would guess he's going to play because he's Julian Edelman. He's not going to miss this game, but maybe he's going to be compromised a little bit later. Yeah. Maybe it's a break the Bills are catching there. Um, and then uh, Rock585, it's a code here. I'm not sure what it means, but he wants to know, first of all, he says what we're saying. We need to stop running Frank Gore. It's a horrible sight. It is. It's, it's a really horrible sight at this point. He says, I know Duke and Yeldon are not superstars, but we need to make use of them Somehow, Duke Williams, get off the Duke Williams train, people. <laughs> I'm so tired of dealing with this question. But I know, you know, yeah. But I know where the I know where the fans are coming from. Every year, there's and one and guy that seems to captivate yeah. Bills Nation. Duke Williams was the guy this year. He's not playing for a reason because they know he's not good enough to play. He's not hurt. He's yeah. been a healthy scratch. He doesn't play special teams. They get more out of McKenzie. Andre Roberts obviously is a special teamer. And they're trying to get Robert well, Foster let's throw back the, on, on the page. Let's throw the ball to Andre Roberts. Um, well, let's do need, something, maybe. I don't even need throwing the ball to Andre Roberts. I don't understand why they have not thrown the ball more to Robert Foster. It's, it's amazing and, yeah. where he has fallen. They, they, it seems mm -hmm. like they have zero confidence in him. He doesn't get many snaps on offense. He's active, and he has been playing special teams fairly well. I don't know why they've, they've stopped trusting him even after the year the second half of the season he had last year he's made some catches for them and and it's perplexing it's uh, you have to you got to provide the opportunities for players to show themselves and and uh, I, I would say I would say uh, uh, he's he's made the plays when he's when he's been presented to him not all the time but he hasn't had that many and I look back at that uh, the Ravens game and uh, Josh's first read to John Brown on a just uh, you know of course he, he saw a wide open Beasley didn't yeah. hit but you know, there was a, there had to be a better option than that, and one of them was a t taller receiver in the uh, you know uh, for that ball, for that route, for that yeah. ball, and put it up higher uh, because it was they made it just too easy for uh, they did uh, for Marcus Peters. John Brown, I mean, he actually he did catch a 50-50 ball last week, the 40-yard pass. You know, it was a little bit underthrown, maybe yeah. on purpose, and that was a contested catch. But John Brown doesn't really make a whole lot of contested catches. You watch him through the year, most of his receptions are, he has beaten his guy, he's not getting great separation, but he's done enough to beat his guy, catches the ball, typically goes right down. There's been very little yards after catch with John Brown. A lot of that's on Josh Allen, not throwing him open. But John Brown, on that play to Baltimore, you're talking about that one. I mean, that could happen again this week too, because this secondary, they're, believe me, this is a lockdown secondary they're playing. Oh yeah. With Gilmore, the McCourty brothers, oh, Chung, uh, Jackson, uh, the kid Jones, the kid who knocked it. I just reeled off five off the top of my head that are all outstanding players. John Brown's going to have to work hard this yeah. week to, so to make So if New England scores ten points, it's, it, it might be enough. Uh, it's, I know it's sad. I, you know, it's sad really but true. Gonna,
Now we said now the, the same Bills thing. can score ten points. We now said the same gonna, thing. You know, it's a, we said the same last yeah. with the Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. and they scored seventeen. That was more than I thought. That I thought they were yeah. going to get ten. So they were able to do it last week. They also took advantage of short fields in that game, which and, and, and the they, Bills defense yes. doing that this week and they, certainly helped. And they took advantage of a, a of a really young, not so good quarterback yeah. throwing balls up. <laughs> that you just don't throw up. They were I tell you, I those get, those picks were uh, boy, it was picking fruit. I get and, that he's been a fun story down there. Yeah. And, and let's face it, they're eight and six despite having played Mason Rudolph and, and Duck Hodges, which is amazing. But I I don't know about you, but I was never worried <laughs> no. about Duck Hodges last week. The he whole, made a couple throws. A couple, but the hey, whole thing last week and was, they fu- the play of that game too. Going back, they fumbled they, they fumbled right before the half right, and, right. And, uh, inside the Bills five yard or ten yard line. So that's huge. Yeah, I know. On a wild I, mean, I was never worried about fumble. Their offense so. wasn't an issue at all. It was going to be the Steelers defense and the Bills were able to do it. Same thing this week. I'm not really, it's crazy to say, I'm not overly concerned about Brady and New England's offense because you look at the track record this year, they just haven't been very good. They're winning on defense. It's a very similar yeah. situation this week. If they're going to if the Patriots are going to win the game, they're going to they're going to shut down the Bills and score just enough to eke out a win. I don't see this thing getting into the 20s. No. At all. I mean, I'd be very surprised if either team got to the 20s. So, again, same game as last week for the Bills. You need to be efficient on offense, not turn it over. Hopefully your defense helps you with field position, and you do just enough. And it's the same recipe for the, for the Patriots. They're looking Absolutely. to do the exact same thing. So it's really a clash of two teams that are heading down the same path, both offensively yeah, and defensively. Yeah, it's a ball security game. The Bills won the turnover battle uh, in, in Pittsburgh, and they won the game. Simple, <laughs> really yeah. simple as I mean, that. It really was as simple as yeah. that. Um, so going into Gillette Stadium, Leo, uh, the house of horrors, without a question. They've played, it's, they it's 17 two games Two and 25? No, they're, they're two, two and 15. Two and 15 But there? the two wins came, yeah, one Brady was against was, Jacoby Brissett. The other was that Brady sit at halftime. A half. So they have not officially beaten Tom Brady in a game that matters since that place opened in 2002. That's, that's some bad history to be going up against, which is why I'm picking the Patriots to win. I just don't <laughs> think the Bills are going to be able to do it, even with Brady in the offense in the state they're in. What are you seeing? I mean, are you going to go happy-happy here and go Bills? Or? I'm going to go happy-happy. I'm, right. I'm picking the Bills. I'm picking Josh Allen. And I'm hoping you're right. They're going to do enough. They're going to do enough. You think and so? And they're going to win the game. Yeah. Oof. It would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, it would be. Everyone knows. I just think the Bills are. I think they're kind of thriving on this. Uh, these prime time games, these national stages, right now, it's yeah. kind of flowing into something. And and uh, you know, we haven't talked about the job that Sean McDermott's done, but they, hey, hats off. He's got it. He's got it going. You, he's um, got it going. You wrote a column this week that you you're pumping him for uh, possible coach of the year. Well, you know, it's it's between you know Kyle Shanahan and uh, Mike Tomlin and uh, John Harbaugh. Harbaugh. A lot of great a lot of great jobs have been held out there. The uh, the new guy uh, Lafleur at, at Green Bay. Right. Um, a lot of teams in the NFC. Well, I think Green Bay. I think yeah, I think that the. San Francisco could make a nine-game jump. Yeah. That's a pretty good. You can't, you can't sniff it. It's going to be pretty hard to ignore that. But you know, but you know, and McDermott's uh, the feather in McDermott's cap is that he took a team with uh, eight new starters on offense. Actually, it's nine. Took a nine, right? Yeah, Allen single, and Dawkins yeah. are the only two right. guys. Right, and 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 then the defensively, he took a, a a number two unit and made it better. Yeah, I mean, he really. I don't know how you. There wasn't much room to get better, and he managed to do it by by really um, that off that that defensive line. He really. And we got tired of hearing about the importance of all this rotation up front and everything else. And, and now you got, and now you got a guy, uh, Jordan Phillips, who you've written about for today. You know, nine, nine and a half sacks. Nine and I half. mean, where does that? That's the kind of stuff that the Bills. That's the kind of stuff that makes a team 
that, that makes well, a season like this. That's how you like make this. the jump. Because you, you get jump. guys, you, you pluck a guy that wanted badly out of Miami and you get the most out of this guy. You That's realize, a credit to, that, to, to Leslie Frazier and McDermott that this, they took a troubled kid and, and they're getting the most out of him. Shaq Lawson, his career yeah. in, in trouble, uh, Rex Ryan's number one pick. They get the most out of him. So it's, it's a great credit to them that they, they, they're getting the most out of these players. You realize that Kyle Williams played 13 years, his best season for sacks. And again, he plays a position that you don't get sacks. He had 10 and a half in 2013. That's the only yeah. season he's had more Doubles. than what Jordan Phillips has had right now. Now, they've got two guys. Those, both of those guys are going to be free agents. So we'll, we'll get to that at the end of the year. But right now, you're right. They're getting all they can out of those two guys and it'll be very interesting to see which way they go. Because, you know, one of their mantras over there with being in McDermott has been, we want to draft guys and we want to sign them to their second contract. They don't really want to go out and spend a, bu- a big bunch of money in free agency on other, player, other teams' players. Mm-hmm. They want to draft, develop, and re-sign their own. Well, this is going to be a big test for them because yeah. both of those guys are going to command, I would think, some attention in the market. Yeah, I don't know how much they, are you going to want to pay? I don't know if they can keep them both. They but might not be able They'll to. keep one of them, and they got the room. Um, and they have salary cap space. And right. Alex, you know, Lorenzo Alexander's future will be up in the air at the end. Um, and I'm hoping he comes back. Oh, me too. Are you kidding me? He's the go-to guy in the locker yeah. room. I'm hoping he comes back too. All right, we're heading to by. Well, we're going actually to Foxborough, not to Boston. We'll be down there Saturday afternoon. Another national TV game, although it's NFL Network, so not quite national TV. And in Rochester, you have to have NFL Network. Not everyone does, so I know a lot of people are complaining about that. Um, it's because Rochester is the secondary market. The game is actually on uh, the ABC station in Buffalo, mm-hmm. Channel 7, but it's not on Wham 13 here. So you're going to have to have NFL Network or get yourself to a bar. Go to your favorite watering hole. Yeah, because be it's not going to be on regular TV, but I think, I think Bill's fans will find a way to watch the game. It should be a very interesting game. We're looking forward to it, and we will uh, have the coverage yeah. from down there in Foxborough. So uh, and before we leave, we want to give a shout out to uh, yes. Virginia Butler, our producer, behind the scenes. She's uh, moving on from- uh, Moving on from, from the DNC. From the DNC, and we want to wish Quite her the possibly best. to bigger and better things. Yeah, and she's put up for us for a couple of years on this <laughs> crazy she, show. She's so put up with thank Leo you. walking into the studio <laughs> every week at 1229 for a 12.30 show, so she deserves props thrive on deadline, just for so. that. She is, she's good on deadline. Yeah. All right, so with that, we're gonna wish you a Merry Christmas because I guess the next time we talk, Christmas will have happened, right? Yeah, so Merry yes, Christmas. I have my dates right, correct? <laughs> so Merry Christmas to all, and let's hope the Bills uh, bring you a victory over those bastard Patriots. Take care.